What's up, you're listening to another motherfucking episode of I Swear I'm Funny. Boy, it's been a fucking while. Did some shit, went some places, got a fucking cold. Now I'm back. Still a little bit of a cold on the tail end. But here we are. So, I did a few open mics before this one. With the start of this set, the end of the set, I kind of wrote the day of, and I'll go into more of that shit later, but this was the most dead I've seen the Laughing Skull since I've been going there. There was probably 20 people in the audience, 25 maybe, but, uh, Really, nobody did very good except for this dude who was very Mitch Hedberg-like. I mean, he was legitimately funny. Legitimately, legitimately funny dude. But this that's about how... Like, shit, I can't even remember what it was about. I did it like a week ago. Uh, fuck. What was it about? Well, regardless, it's about some good shit. Go into it, and then I'll talk about the part that I was handicapped driver. But there's a part in it that I totally forgot, and I wouldn't have been able to do anyways due to the time crunch. But let's go into it. Here it is. Handicap Pyramid Scheme. That's the name of this set. What's up, y'all? Alright, so I just rewrote a bunch of shit today, so let's see how it goes. I know I shouldn't have punched down, but this is important. And it affects everyone. Right? Handicap drivers. Right? It's like when someone pulls out in front of me, I get mad. But when a handicapped driver does it, I get furious. They've got less to lose. It's not fair. Think about it. If they cause an accident, they're not going to be able to get out and help me. <laughs> so good. Like the other comedian said, I think it was there. It gets worse from here. Right, but people with handicap tags are generally bad drivers. But there's still people who defend them out there. For instance, my friend, his grandma, horrible driver. The way he goes like, but she only drives to church. Which is worse, right? She treats every four-way stop as a roundabout. So that means every time she's in her car is to get closer to God. <laughs> and she drives like it. Told you. Let's see, let's see. But it happens a lot. Because I live near a hospital, if you guys live near a city at all, right, there's hospitals on every fucking corner, so it'll probably happen to you. It happens all the time. It happens too much. Almost like they want me to be part of some handicap pyramid scheme, right? Because they pull in front, boom, ha, got one, and then you're stuck in, right? You're with them looking at fucking wheelchairs and shit, who knows? move on, right? 
Out of everyone I meet, right? Anti-vaxxers versus regular people. Anti-vaxxers really believe in essential oils. How do we know those don't lead to autism? Right? It's like they always talk about, oh, these candles relieve stress, or these drops relieve stress. And it's like, oh shit, what are they made out of? Xanax? <laughs> no! Lavender. Right? You imagine if you went to a doctor who believed in that. Be like, Doc, my stomach hurts. I need something. Oh, awesome. So, well, here's a sunflower, two roses, and a poinsettia. Take three whiffs of each four times a day for a week. That was it. That was the end of that part. Yeah. Right? That's not even the word. You imagine, he would, he'd be like, well, there's good news and bad news. Bad news is, you have cancer. The good news is, I prescribed you three days of Bush Gardens. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it might get worse. It might get worse. You know what works with pyramid schemes? Missing people. It's <laughs> not shit, you know. You fucking know. But for real, they have that market cornered. Candlelight vigils. We know these candles are not going to do anything, but the minimal effort makes us feel good inside. No one's ever been like, it was the scent of lavender that brought me back, everybody. You like how I did that? I was like, should I go behind and come back out? These people need something, a little extra, you know what I mean? But you know what else did it? Milk cartons. In the 1980s, they had those missing kids, right? And how'd that start? A dude was like, my mornings are too upbeat. You know what I want? Some Wheaties and a missing child. We know it's really weird. How do cops feel about milk carton doing their job? Probably okay, as long as it wasn't chocolate milk. <laughs> Boom. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> it's just a joke. Y'all have a good night. So, like I said... <coughs> There's a part where I go into like the milk, but it's like how the milk companies were like, hell yeah, people collecting them like Pokemon cards. And then I was gonna have a, look honey, a Latino. And then the dude's wife, oh that's nice, you don't have one of those yet. Maybe John will trade one of his Sarah's. There's no way he has a Sophia. But did it, could it have brought something else to that? Maybe. I do like, which didn't get a laugh, was uh, the you ever cure your cancer by going to Bush Gardens. But I changed that last minute to be the bad news is cancer, good news is three days Bush Gardens. I don't know which one sounds better. Talking about it now, but... I think I like going from the flower shit by the doctor prescribes, you know, the whiffs or whatever, to it'd be like, you ever cure your cancer by going to Bush Gardens? I think I like that way better than the bad news, good news. But that's pretty-
pretty much it. I do like. I starting off with the no, I shouldn't punch down because it makes people think I'm about to do some really hard shit. But boy, do I love that fucking first joke about fucking. <laughs> they can't get out to help you. That's so fucking true. Oh my god. And the old lady thing. I think I'm gonna get rid of the. And she drives like it. When it's like every time she's behind the wheel, she tries to get closer to God. Maybe just change it with. Literally. But give them a second. And if nobody laughs, like, literally. And then dive into it if it goes over their head. But that's it. Wow, pretty short, quick episode. Pretty legit. Oh, I started writing some shit about apocalypse jokes because every apocalypse movie or game they don't ever use cash or like regular fucking money and it's like there's that one dude who owns a junkyard and he's like oh dude we should be using wheel wheel caps or hubcaps or whatever or there's that asshole that works at a bottling plant it's like we should use bottle caps where it's like motherfucker there's still banks Banks are still here. Those vaults are fucking huge as shit. Yeah. Those vaults are huge as shit, you know? But I might do an apocalypse set. That'd be pretty fun. I don't want to touch on how everybody looks like they're part of BDSM. I feel like that's probably been done before. The bottle cap shit, I don't know if that part. I don't know if that's been done before. But I like it, because it's true. Who the fuck is like, yeah... There's still cash money that's worked for fucking ever up to this point, but let's use bottle caps from now on. Because that makes fucking sense. That's dumb as shit. Can you imagine? Like, you live in a fucking bottling plant, dude. You just got money forever. You're just flooding the economy with your own shit. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. I'm not sure what I'm going to add at the end. Maybe something old. Maybe something new. Maybe something barred, maybe something blue. Yeah, it's fucking dumb as shit. But, thanks for listening. Later.